0: Hello and welcome to my friend Irma from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: Jane? Jane? What is it, Irma? Oh, Jane, why do people think I ought to be a novelist? A novelist?
2: Well, I don't know, honey. What makes you say
1: that? Well, every time I talk to them, they say, Irma Peterson, you're one for the books.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's what you can expect when you listen to my friend Irma. Friendship, friendship, just a perfect friendship.
3: When other friendships have been forgotten, theirs will still be hot. hot.
0: Lieber Brothers Company, makers of Swan, the soap with the exclusive super-creamed blend, presents...
1: Our friend, Swan.
2: With my friend, Irma.
0: Starring Marie Wilson as Irma and Kathy Lewis as Jane.
2: The other day, I was talking to an eminent psychologist, and he was telling me about a thesis he was writing entitled... The Human Mind and Where It's Going. Then he met my roommate, Irma Peterson, and he changed the title to The Human Mind and Where It Got Lost. (laughs) Well, Irma affects different people, strangely, but me, Jane Stacy, I love her. In fact, I can't wait for the day to be over and the door to open
1: and have Irma Peterson come into the room saying, Oh, Jane, you I'm so disgusted with everything. I hate my job and the way my boss, Mr. Clyde, treats me. Why, honey? What happened today? Oh, it's all his fault. He yells and he gets me so confused. You? Confused? <laughs> yes, he asked me to put some ice water in the pitcher on his desk, and then he asked me to fill his fountain pen with ink. I think I got mixed up. <laughs> what happened, honey? He was blue all day. Uh-huh.
2: Well, honey, don't bring your work and your troubles home with you. Just
1: relax. Here, here's part of the paper.
2: Here's the comics.
1: I don't feel like the comics, Jane. Haven't you got something like to read? (laughs) Uh Irma, you know, really, you have
2: lots to be thankful for. No,
1: Jane, the future holds nothing for me. I can look in my mind and see there's nothing there.
2: (laughs) Say, Irma, listen to the story in the newspaper. What's it say, Jane? It says... Eccentric farmer leaves $50,000 to unknown niece Henry Peterson, a farmer in Minnesota, was found dead At his bedside was a note leaving his estate Appraised at $50,000 to a niece named Irma Investigators are seeking the whereabouts of
1: the heiress Irma, does that sound like one of your relatives? Gee, I don't know, Jane Uh, None of my uncles was eccentric (laughs) Of course, there was my uncle Peter. He was kicked in the head by a mule, but he wasn't eccentric because he didn't shoot the mule. He bought it bedroom slippers. Well, but Irma, uh, honey, did
2: did you ever have an uncle named Henry?
1: Henry who was a farmer. Well, I think so. Uh, he raised corn, but he got in trouble over distribution. Distribution? Yes, he wouldn't sell it by the bushel just by the bottle. <laughs>
2: like a relative of yours. You know, Irma, I've got a funny hunch that you're liable to be the heiress. I'll get it, honey. Hello? Who? Mr. Silk of the law firm of Lerner, Daroff, and Matt? Yes. You want to talk to Miss Peterson? Oh, you're investigating all Irma Petersons. Uh, yes, yes, she's my roommate. You'd like to come out and interview her in regards to the estate of the late
1: Henry Peterson? Y- yes, I-, I just read about it. You come right out. Uh, tell him to take a cab, Jane. I'll pay for it. Uh, yes. Yes, it- it's
2: 8224 West 73rd Street, Apartment 3B. We'll be waiting for you. Bye. Oh, Irma. Irma, I've got a terrible feeling that you're going to get $50,000. I'm so happy for you. I'm
1: so happy for you, I can just cry Don't cry, Jane Because when you cry, I cry But honey, I'm so happy, I have to cry Well, let's both cry, Jane Because now we can afford all the Kleenex in the world (laughs)
4: It's only me, Professor (laughs) Kropotkin. So, what's the matter? You're crying. Oh,
1: Professor, something terrible has happened.
4: My poor Irma, what is it?
1: (laughs) I just inherited $50,000. Oh, that's...
4: What?
2: (laughs) That's right. Her Uncle Henry died.
4: $50,000? Congratulations, Miss Peterson.
1: Peterson, you always call me Irma.
4: Naturally. Yesterday you were a poor working girl everybody felt sorry for. But today you're a millionaire.
1: But, Professor, money won't change me. I, I'm what I am, and nothing can be done about it. <laughs> I mean...
4: Irma, if... my darling little pigeon, you mean, now that you're rich, you'll still talk to a poor man like Kropotsky?
1: Well, why not? The rich and poor can live together. After all, the Rockefellers talk to the Joneses.
4: Irma, that's only because the Rockefellers own the phone company And every time the Joneses talk, the Rockefellers get the nickel (laughs) Let's face reality, Irma, darling You are lucky and you have our blessings
2: Of course, we're not sure that Irma's getting the money, Professor But she seems to fit the general
1: description of the family Yeah, and a Mr. Silk from the lawyer's office is coming over to check on me
4: My, my, my little Irma, rich girl Oh, what a life of luxury you'll lead With money like that, you'll have a Parisian chateau
1: Oh, no, I look ridiculous in those French hats
5: <laughs> Come in Hello, girls Hello, Professor Hello, Mrs. O'Reilly Girls, could I trouble you for a little brown shoe polish? I left me eyelashes on the windowsill and the sun bleached one of them <laughs> Oh, sure, Miss O'Reilly Tell me, why is everyone looking so happy? I I just inherited
1: $50,000.
5: Irma, you've been in the sun too long, too. (laughs) No, it's true, Mrs. O'Reilly. We have an heiress in our midst. Glory be. Mm -hmm. Well, Irma, now that you're such a lady, I suppose you'd be expecting me to improve your quarters.
4: What do you mean, improve? Let me tell you, Mrs. O'Reilly, you would have to have this building painted, plastered, and completely renovated before you could get it condemned.
6: (laughs) Oh,
5: hush with you. Just because your room's a mess, well, maybe if you paid your rent, it wouldn't be. Don't
4: worry, you'll get your rent. I'm raising the money. I'm charging visitors ten cents to look at my room. Now you don't have to go to Europe to see the ruins of Pompeii
5: Hush up now If there's anybody's room, I'll fix its Irma's That is if Irma will still prefer our humble company Oh, of
1: course I will Uh, My money isn't going to change me I'm a poor, simple girl
4: $50,000 by her is poor
1: well, all right, I may not be poor, but I'm as simple as I always was. Gosh, I can't mingle with a rich... I'm not the kind of a person who likes to ride on foxes and go out with hounds. Oh, Irma, I know nothing will ever change you,
2: honey. I'll always remember the sweet little girl who put my best evening gown in the stove when I asked her to baste
1: the hem. <laughs> Gee, Jane, we've had such wonderful times together.
4: Mm. Yeah, I remember the time we went to the zoo, and you offered to pay for an operation on the camel because you thought it was a horse with a crooked spine.
5: (laughs) Oh, yes. Mine has been a rich, full life. (laughs) Well, now that I see that I'm still the same sweet, charming girl as ever, I have news, too. You're all invited down to my place this evening for a little birthday party. Oh, it's my
2: birthday. Oh, congratulations, Mrs. O'Reilly. I'd love to come.
5: How old are you? (laughs) About
4: 41.
1: (laughs) 41?
4: That's right. Mrs. O'Reilly is 41. But that's just around one ankle.
5: (laughs) Oh, hush with you, Professor. Well, I'll be seeing you all later. Come along, Professor.
4: I'd better go along with her and make sure she doesn't bake a cake, or we'll all be dead by dawn. <laughs>
1: oh, Jane, isn't this a wonderful day? I can't wait to tell Al about my inheritance. Uh, how do you think he'll take it, Jane? When Al
2: finds out that you've inherited $50,000, you won't be able to pry him loose with a blowtorch.
1: Oh, maybe that's Al now. Come in.
3: How do you do? Uh, my name is William Silk. I'm the investigator. Which one of you is Miss Peterson? I am. Uh, Miss Peterson, did you by any chance have an Uncle Henry?
1: Henry?
2: Yes. You know, your Uncle Henry, the one we were reading about? Oh,
1: yes. He was married to one of my aunts. Ah.
3: <laughs> have you heard from your Uncle Henry recently?
1: No, but I saw him about eight years ago, and we spoke for about an hour, but I couldn't understand him. Why not? He'd fallen down the well. LAUGHTER
3: Well, Miss Peterson, this is a preliminary investigation. It's narrowed down to three people, you and two other young ladies from Minnesota. I must say that since talking to you, you sound like the most logical heiress of the deceased Henry Peterson.
2: Come in. Oh, hello, Al, honey.
3: Hi, you chicken. Hello, Jane. Hello, Al. Well, Miss Peterson, there's nothing more to be done at this time. You'll hear from us. Good luck to you.
2: Uh, I'd like to ask you a few more questions, Mr. Silk. I'll see you at the front door.
3: What's up, Chicken?
2: Al,
1: I've got some wonderful news to tell you. Uh,
7: chicken, before you start, i got some wonderful news, too. I'm just finishing a great new deal. Painting tuxedos on ducks and selling them for penguins.
1: <laughs> well, you won't have to worry about any more of your deals, Al, honey. I I just inherited $50,000.
7: Chicken, I told you you shouldn't eat before you go to sleep.
1: Uh, well, no, Al, my, my Uncle Henry just died. Uh, that was a lawyer that was just here.
7: 50 Gee, what a lump of dough Why, the total rewards out for my friends don't equal that
1: (laughs) Well, Al, now that I have money, we can get married Can't we?
7: Married? On the contrary, Chick, we're through Through? Certainly, Miss Peterson
1: Miss Peterson? I'm not Miss Peterson I want to be Mrs. Al
7: Listen, Chick, and what kind of a guy would I be Marrying a dame for her money? I realize that I don't have a job or any money in the bank or any immediate future. But at least I'm a self-made man.
6: But I still
7: love you. Well, I love you too, Chicken. But it wouldn't work out. Money would change our point of view. We'd get married. You'd want to send the kids to Harvard. I'd want to send them to Macy's. Let them work like the old man did.
6: But Al, No, Please.
7: Chicken, it's no use. We're on different sides of the track. You'll get in with that fast crowd that lives on roulette and baccarat and chuck-a-luck.
1: Oh, no, Al. I'll cook whatever you like.
7: Please, chicken, let us not hurt each other any longer. It's one thing when people say look at that bum his wife works, but it hurts when they say look at that bum his wife supports him. So long, chicken.
1: No, Al, I don't want anything. I want you. I'm satisfied with nothing. (laughs)
7: Sorry, chicken, I'm not the gigolo type, so I think I'll blow. As the French say, tête-à-tête.
0: You know, ladies, you can tell Swan differs from other soaps just by feeling a cake of swan. It feels smoother. As Susie Swan says, it's a smoothie.
5: It's a smoothie. It's a cake of swan. You can feel the super cream blend. You can feel the difference in it. You can tell it in a minute. It's a smoothie. That's
2: swan.
0: Yes, ladies, next time you unwrap a cake of swan, run your fingers over it. Feel how it differs from other soaps. Feel the extra smoothness of the cake itself. Now, that's a direct result of Swan's exclusive super-creamed blend. And when you use Swan for dishes, feel the creamier suds. Swan's mild suds protect your hands. After you're through, look at your hands. You'll see they're left with a wonderful, smooth, young look. Swan super-creamed suds are rich, thick suds, too. The kind of suds that get dishes washed fast that rinse away so completely your dishes don't need wiping. Yes, swan soap means faster dishwashing and protection for your hands, thanks to swan's exclusive super-creamed blend.
2: She will never see Al again, and she's putting on a scene that would make Napoleon's death seem like a picnic. She stretched out on the sofa, just sobbing her poor heart out. She has Al's picture in her hand. He's in a sailor suit. No, Al was never in the Navy. He borrowed the suit because he heard of a dance where servicemen were admitted free. Now she's kissing the picture and crying, and drinking water. She's been doing this all afternoon Honey, what's the idea of drinking so much water? Well, I expect
1: to cry all night and I don't want to run out of tears
2: (laughs) Oh, sweetie, this is no time for tears Why, you should rejoice, Irma You're on the verge of inheriting $50,000 You should be happy No, Jane, I'll I'll never be happy without Al Oh, (laughs) now, sweetie, don't be so dramatic
1: For heaven's sakes, with your money, you'll meet other men Not like Al He was so sweet And he taught me so many things At night, we'd sit on a park bench And he'd point out all the stars for me The North Star The Little Diaper The
2: Big Diaper Irma, unless someone hung their wash very high The word is dipper you repeatedly honest. Other men will bring you happiness. I don't want happiness. (laughs) I want (laughs) hell. Oh, Irma. Oh, the poor kid. I don't
3: Hello, Jane. Oh, am I early for Mrs. O'Reilly's party? Oh,
2: gee, Richard, I'm so glad to see you. Irma's in the bedroom just crying her eyes out. I don't know what to do. What's happened? Well, it looks like Irma has inherited $50,000 from an Uncle Henry, and Al has walked out on her. He feels that the money will come between them.
3: Al walking out on money? Yeah. The same Al who stands in front of a vending machine for hours hoping someone's nickel will get stuck?
2: Mm-hmm. That's the story, Richard. She's in the bedroom crying her eyes out. There's only one thing we can do.
3: Get Al back.
2: Exactly. And I have an idea what to tell him.
3: Well, uh, where can you get in touch with him?
2: Oh, yeah. Well, let's see. This is the night he usually brings Irma flowers. Since he's not dating her tonight, there's no sense in trying to reach him at the funeral parlor. (laughs) Uh, Now, let's see. Where else would he... Come in. Oh. Oh, Al, I was just trying to get in touch with you.
7: Just drop by to return Chicken's picture. Every time I read what she wrote on it, it it tortures me more than I can stand.
2: Oh. (laughs) Let me see the picture. Dear Al, I love you oh so madly with all my soul and flesh. (laughs) I dream of when you'll marry me and carry me across the thresh. (laughs) P.S. Excuse me for not adding hold after thresh, but I had no room and didn't want to write on my head because I just had my hair done. (laughs) Guess who? Dame
7: writes like a sonnet. Hate to give her up.
2: Oh, Al, you don't have to give her up. The inheritance doesn't have to come between you. She'll need help now. And you can help her. Me? Sure. She'll need a business manager, and you're the man for the job.
7: Hey, that sounds good. Then no one can say I'm marrying her for the dough.
2: Well, certainly, Al. Sure. Now, we know that you want to be alone with Irma, so Richard and I will just go on down to Mrs. O'Reilly's party. Come on, Richard. I'm with you, Jane. Chicken. Chicken, it's me, Al. Come out. I want to talk to you.
7: Chicken. Al. Baby.
1: (laughs) Honey. Oh, Al, you're back.
7: Uh Uh-huh. We can get married. Going to be your business manager. Going to invest your money. How, Al? There's only one man who can tell us. (laughs) Who, Al? Who else but... Hello,
1: Joe.
6: (laughs) Al.
7: Got a problem. Irma's got 50 Gs, and we want to know what to do with it. Uh-huh. 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 Mm-hmm. Lay low until everything cools off.
6: <laughs> no,
7: no, Joe. This money ain't hot. It's legitimate. If it's legitimate, you're not interested. Okay, Joe. So long. Chicken, I got an idea. When you get your inheritance, we put it in government bonds.
1: All but $500. What's that for? I'll show you. Take me to Mrs. O'Reilly's party.
7: My arm, chicken.
1: Oh, yes. Hi, everybody. i
6: everything.
1: Hi. Irma. Oh, Al. Irma
4: and Al together.
5: Oh. That's the way it should be. Oh,
1: please, please, everybody, let me speak. Go oh, ahead, Irma, me. darling. Uh, I've decided that money isn't everything. What is important is friends... You can't take it with you. I'd rather take my friends with me when I go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you know what I mean. I really
4: know what you mean, Irma, and we love you for
1: it. I, I want you to all share my good fortune. So after the party, I want everybody to buy themselves a gift. Huh? You know, uh, something you wouldn't uh, spend your own money for. Oh, honey, oh, you, you don't have I insist just to show
5: you what you all mean to me.
4: Well, Irma, if you insist. (laughs) Miss O'Reilly, you're the first. It's your birthday. What do you want to buy?
5: Well, uh, (laughs) frankly, I've always wanted to (laughs) have my
6: face lifted.
5: (laughs) Oh, but I know there isn't enough money.
4: (laughs) And nobody's that strong.
5: (laughs) Hush up, Professor. I think I'll just buy a little makeup kit You have no idea how long it takes me To get my face to look the way it does (laughs) I just thought you put it in the Mix Master For five
1: minutes (laughs) All right, Professor Now, what do you want to buy?
4: Me? Well, Emma, darling You know I'm playing the fiddle At the Gypsy Tea Room And nothing would make me happier Than to have a larger case for my violin
1: Oh, are you getting a larger violin? No,
4: no I can't stand the food there, and I want to smuggle in my lunch.
1: (laughs) All right, and and Al, how about you?
4: Well, Chicken, since you insist, I'd like to buy one of them big
7: canes with a folding seat on top. You know that gadget sportsmen sit on when they watch the races?
1: But, Al, you don't go to the races.
7: I know, but my feet kill me when I'm waiting for that unemployment check. (laughs) Say, that gives me an idea. See you later.
2: Goodbye. All right, Jane. It's your turn. Oh, honey, I don't want anything. Oh, I insist, Jane. Oh. Well, all right, sweetie, I'll pick out something for
1: the apartment, huh? Good. And I'll charge it to my account at Gimble's.
4: Oh, Irma, on behalf of all of us, we want to thank you. But most of all, you Uncle Henry who made this possible.
1: <laughs> oh, you're all welcome. And I'm sure if Uncle Henry knew he was dying for such wonderful people, he'd gladly do it over again. <laughs>
2: Shopping and you've never seen such a happy gang Mrs. O'Reilly has purchased the most extensive makeup kit Everything from lipstick to mud pack When the professor saw her face, he said, put it back in the mud again (laughs) Al and the professor got exactly what they wanted And as for me, I I bought a small Persian rug Irma thinks it's very impractical Because she says we very seldom entertain Persians (laughs) But she's happy beyond words, even though her account at Gimbel's has $500 against it. Jane. Yeah, honey?
1: Gee, you'll never know how wonderful I feel. I helped all my friends, and and Al has a job working for me. Yeah. You know, honey, you're what you
2: call a philanthropist.
1: How can you say that, Jane? I was born in Minnesota. All right. (laughs) All right, sweetie. Come in. Oh, it's Mr. Silk again from that lawyer's office.
3: Miss Peterson, I'm afraid I have bad news for you bad? Yes, you're not the Irma Peterson we were looking for. What? No, the Irma Peterson who is the real heiress is a waitress in Milwaukee. We've checked your records. You never had an uncle named Henry. Good day.
2: Irma Peterson. How could you make such a mistake? Don't you realize we now have $500 in bills we have to pay? Well, I didn't know. Well, whatever made you think you had an Uncle Henry?
1: Well, I had an aunt named Henrietta, and I thought he could be her husband. <laughs> oh, honey, and
2: we've spent over $500. I. Uh, come in.
7: Hello, kids. Chicken, got some news for
1: you. Al, I have some news for you, too.
7: Okay, Chicken, ladies first. What's your news?
1: I'm poor again. I, I didn't inherit the money. What? Al, what's wrong? You're white.
7: Chicken, I just came from the unemployment office. Told them I had a job as your business manager, so they took me off the list.
1: (laughs) Oh, Al, what does that mean?
7: Chicken, I'm a total failure. I'm the only guy who's unemployed at being unemployed.
6: (laughs)
2: Irma put her coat and hat on and started out the door with a cake of swan in her hand.
1: So I said, honey, where are you going with our swan?
2: And Irma said,
1: well, gee, Jane, spring is here, so I'm taking our swan up to the pond at Central Park to play with the other swans.
0: Well, Jane, you know, Irma has her serious moments about swan soap, too. Like uh, when she washes dishes. Why, she says swan is perfect for dishes. And you know, lady, it's true... Why, even the way a cake of swan feels tells you it's a perfect dishwashing soap. Sure, next time you unwrap a cake of swan, just feel the cake with your fingertips. Feel how swan super-creamed blend makes it differ from other soaps. It feels smoother. Then feel those mild swan suds. They feel richer, creamier. Then you'll know why super-creamed blend protects your hands. Yes, thanks to swan super-creamed blend, your hands are left with a smooth, soft, young look. And what's more, those swan suds rinse away so completely your dishes don't need wiping. A real time saver. Yes, it's worth looking into, lady, because if you want a soap that protects your hands, a soap that'll get you out of the kitchen in a hurry, you want the soap with the exclusive super creamed blend, swan soap.
2: We have an extra mouth to feed Al shows up promptly Morning, noon, and night for his meals As for the $500 on Irma's charge account Well, everyone's been nice enough to return their gifts And Irma, well, she she just won't forget what happened
1: Honey Uh, Yes, Jane?
2: Honey, have you seen my gold locket? You know, the one I inherited from my grandmother
1: Oh, I gave it away, Jane I don't want you to get in the same trouble I did (laughs) (laughs) You know, if I ever wanted to give anything
2: away It'll be my friend Irma
0: My Friend Irma, presented by Swan, another fine product of Lieber Brothers Company, was produced and directed by Cy Howard. Tonight's script was written by Cy Howard and Park Levy. Folks, next Monday evening, listen again to...
2: Our Friend Swan. With My Friend Irma.
0: Starring Mary Wilson as Irma and Kathy Lewis as Jane. The part of Professor Kropotkin was played by Hans Conried. Ladies, listen. The shortage of fats and oils is still very serious, and it's worldwide. So please keep on saving every drop of used kitchen fat. Your butcher will pay you for every pound. Frank Bingman speaking.
2: Sprite. Cakes are light and high. Sprite. There's a reason why. Sprite. Cakes improve with Sprite. Rely on spry.
0: Yes, there's a reason why Spry makes grand cakes. Spry has an amazing cake improver secret. Try the Spry one bowl way and be sure of lighter, finer, richer cakes every time. No other type of shortening has Spry's Cake Improver. For new cake-making success, try Spry, the pure all-vegetable shortening.
2: Rely on Spry. S-B-R-Y. Rely on Spry. <laughs>
0: Next week, one hour earlier, and listen to the Lux Radio Theater immediately followed by My Friend Irma. This is CBS, where 99 million people gather every week, the Columbia Broadcasting System.